Welcome to Feedstuff's Precision Pork, our podcast taking a look at the market trends and ways to bring more precision to your pork business. Feedstuff's Precision Pork is brought to you by Cargill. If you would like to hear more conversations about how to improve your operations profitability, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast channel, including Google and Apple Podcasts, and watch for Feedstuff's Precision Pork in your digital edition of Feedstuff's. To learn more about the market issues and current market influences and trends, check out Cargill Pig Flash newsletter using the link in the podcast episode page here below. Joining us today for this Feedstuff's Precision Pork update are Patrick Dirksen and Chad Steinkamp. Over to you, Patrick and Chad. Well, thanks, Sarah. We're really happy to be here today. Listeners, this is Patrick Dirksen and Chad Steinkamp, and we're here to not be experts, but just tell you what we've been hearing lately about corn, soybean meal, hog prices, and uh, and what we should do about it so that we can maintain our best profitability if possible. So to get us started, Chad, do you want to fill us in a little bit on what, what uh, you're hearing people are thinking about corn lately? Similar to last time we talked, corn has continued to move down. July futures were down 70 cents, December futures down 50 cents. Really, I think from a corn market standpoint, I think all eyes are on uh, this coming Friday with the planning intention report. And I think some early targets we've heard is, can we get to 91 million acres of corn planted? Uh, There's some early indications that maybe we won't. So again, it's just, it's kind of a wait and see. And we're kind of in that time right now, kind of waiting to see how spring comes together and just what, uh, what farmers get put in the ground here in the next couple months. Makes sense. You know, we hear that uh, funds are short on corn, and so there's maybe some little mixed signals. So I think it really is a bit of a wait and see. Maybe there's potential to stay soft, but we probably just need to see what happens with those acres. No, I would agree, Patrick. I think it looks like it might be a little soft, but, you know, we'll see how spring progresses here and and if we have some surprises. So contrast the the new crop uh, prospects in Argentina with with what we've been hearing about crush rates coming back to, you know, flat to recovering from where they were, it's a bit of a mixed signal. So I would say, you know, some of the things that we're hearing about soybean meal is probably mixed to, to maybe maybe firm going towards the outlook. No, I would agree, Patrick. I've, you know, heard of some still out there in the in the US, some logistical constraints too with getting getting soybeans moved around and then I guess a reminder I'd have for everybody is just, you know, continue to monitor the soybean meal protein level that you're getting from your supplier. Um, continue to hear that uh, that sometimes is, is lower than some expect, and it's important to manage that, and especially when you look at delivering those nutrients into your diet strategy. So just a continued reminder to make sure you know what protein level you're getting. I think that's a key one that we'll probably get back to as we talk about diet strategy a bit of uh, make, making sure that we're maximizing gains for, for summer. How about hog prices, Chad? What's, uh, what's the latest? You know, Patrick, I wish I had better news here. Unfortunately, here lately, we've seen a significant slide in, in the hog market. We had significant some... is probably the way to say it, too. Yeah, unfortunately, we had some summer profitability months that were in the thirty to forty dollars per head range last month when we talked about this, and now we're now we're looking at half of that in some cases. So, um, just 
again, significant change, unfortunate, but it, I think it just points out that uh, we need to continue to really manage the decisions we can to drive that summer margin that's available and trying to get that and, and, and making good decisions and executing good plans with our diets and even executing, you know, plans and strategy even at the slat level to try to um, obtain as much of that profit potential we can as we look at kind of May through September. Doesn't it seem also like most of the reports or or the smart people we know out there are, are are thinking that we've got to have a bounce come back from from some of this this downside. Yeah, you hear a lot of people talking about a lot of the you know external factors or the outside the U.S. factors that should play, be playing well into our market, but just uh, maybe haven't shown up in the way we wanted to yet. So maybe we'll be hopeful that we we get some uh, upside movement in the coming months here, but uh, time will tell, Patrick. So I think you hit on it a little bit already. If you put corn, soy, and, and uh, expectations on, on our pork price out there, we've gone from having a really good-looking summer to something that's gotten quite a bit tighter. Um, still the seasonal look that we're used to, but getting down towards more of the 10 to $20 kind of snapshot for for those middle months uh, that has changed things for us uh, i think where we had said we were really going to optimize weights when that was 40 bucks there what what's the what's the outlook on where we should be weight wise now has that changed a little bit yeah patrick from last month when we talked there's there's been a, a slide in weights um, corresponds with uh you know basically the the slide in the profitability for the summer months. It looks like uh, through our model, there's probably a four pounds down in, in optimal weight for most packers. Again, you know, it depends on the, the, the producer situation and what they've got contracted and what they've got uh, agreements wise with, with the packer. But uh, if we look at just kind of general market and where things are, I would say most packer grids would show a sliding down in weight uh, by four pounds on an average, but every operation needs to take a look at exactly where they are and determine is that a, enough of a change to slide your target weights down, or do you stay the course and see where this goes and evaluate, um, you know, in the coming in the coming month to determine uh, if you want to change your summer marketing strategy. Chad, that's the right way to think about it. Is you've you've got to be flexible and and deal with the information that you have in front of you at the time, make the best plan possible. Obviously, we can't bounce back and forth, but you also want to make sure you don't get paralyzed, so you don't clip that coupon or take that opportunity when you get the chance. So that does speak a little bit to to your summer diet strategy as well of. You know, we talked about maxing out gain. There's some important factors there. And I think, Chad, you were mentioning a little bit ago about watching that protein level, watching watching what your digestible lysine is from, from the soybean meal sources that you have today. So that is one key takeaway is making sure that you're really maxing, maxing out your lysine for 100% daily gain um, best you can for for the way that you, you handle those diet recommendations yeah there's the lysine component to max out the gain um, we also are looking at just you know 20 percent ddgs 
you know, uh, out to market and then, you know, depending on where you're selling and iodine values, you know, building in a, a withdrawal phase of those DDGs to make sure there's no uh, uh, iodine value issues. Uh, and then also there's been a little softening in the fat price. So we're kind of watching that and trying to figure out, you know, what regions that may or may not play in. I don't know if we have all the answers on that just yet, and that may unfold over the coming next month or so as well. Having the right conversation about that DDG withdrawal, whether it's for iodine or, or for yield concerns, uh, is definitely something that probably better be managed pretty pretty closely. Any other closing thoughts? Anything uh, Anything interesting you've heard, Chad? No, I think... Not really, Patrick. I think all eyes are on uh, when these planters start getting out and getting greased up and going. And hey, is there is there some opportunity in this hog market that that comes our way for a change versus what's happened here the last couple months? That's a good way to end it, Chad. So we'll say that's a wrap for another edition of Feedstuffs Precision Pork. If you've got any questions or need a second set of eyes on your current plans, reach out anytime to Chad Steinkamp or myself. You can also look us up on the web, or we can sign you up for our Pig Flash newsletter and give you access to our producer profitability tool, where you can get a general snapshot, or you can have a customized view that you can take into account all of your particulars from your system. You can access that through the Cardio Nutrition Cloud. Until next time, have a great day. Thanks for listening.